Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Now, I know this is hard to believe, but the month of April was a little bit topsy-turvy. So we had Easter, we had Anzac Day, we had those days off air. I covered the lovely Tracy Mack for uh, the morning show at one point. And the most exciting thing to happen this year, we have yet to talk about. And by that I mean the Kardashians have finally premiered their new show and Lisa and I are Kardashian nuts and we haven't even deconstructed it. I mean, we're three episodes in, Lisa. This is an absolute tragedy. I know. I cannot. That's what I, yeah, I can't believe that we haven't even spoken once. Um, well, not in this formal setting, of course, um, yes. since the show aired. I mean, what is going on? I know. I know. So for those of you who will remember, and this is going back to mid-April, it was the day of the premiere, also my partner's birthday. And I, I can exclusively. But I can exclusively reveal he is in the good books for quite some time because on his birthday, after the cake, we sat down and he looked at me and he took pity on me and he put it on, on his birthday. What a man. Wow. I mean, that is what a keeper. Keeper right there. Absolutely. Beautiful so, stuff. We love to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm slow I feel like I'm slowly getting him in because he's starting to ask the questions, you know. Um he still gets them all mixed up and calls some Karen and some, you know, um like Kalisha and whatever names he comes up with. But he's starting to get that, you know, um, Chloe is the one who dates basketballers and um, it never goes well for her. And oh you know, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe I may bring him over to the dark side. I don't really like my chances, but look, we'll <laughs> see. So, okay, let's dive in. What did you think? I'm like, where do we start? Right. <laughs> um, Look, okay, so overall synopsis and feeling so far for the new series, um, loving it. I think that, uh, you know, from the very opening seconds of the first episode, you could see that the cinematography was already on another level, you know. Definitely. The way that it was filmed. I mean, it started off with the the drone shot, um, you know, over like Calabasas and, um, you know, those those really cool um, like just landscape shots and the way that, it, you know, it, it zooms in on each sister. And I really like that as well that, you know, we're getting that um, it's really broken down into each individual sister. You know, we're seeing the title card of Kim and then we see a bit about Kim and then the title got Courtney we see a bit about Courtney you know and we've um it's, it's really started off quite strong in cementing the way that this is how it's going to be for this this new chapter I suppose is um we're going to see these each individual stories but also they're going to entwine together with you know as, as they do things as a family as well but it's it's really giving that 
um, that that real emphasis on who they are as people on their own and their own narratives rather than just the Kardashians as an entire whole and what they're doing together, I guess. Definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved that opening sequence. I lived yeah. for it. I watched it quite yeah. a few times because I just thought it was awesome. Oh, um, I was so excited. I was sitting there and I had, like, my glass of champagne and I was just like, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Really, I mean, they they did it on purpose. They wanted to make us excited, like with that amazing it worked. but it absolutely hit the mark. <laughs> okay, so the next bit is obviously that right from the opening seconds, it's very obvious that Joseph Barker is part of the show, um, which is exciting. And I think we've seen um, <laughs> many, many PDAs. Uh, there was... In one part, uh, they went to view a house together and the real estate agent walked out because they were making out too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. Like, I'm look, I am not a public um, – I'm not an affectionate person. Just <laughs> um, I'm not a cuddler or anything like that. Um, each to their own. But I have no problem if people want to, you know um, – express themselves like that that's fine so good on them whatever I don't really care it does it's not affecting anybody um yep. I can see it can make people uncomfortable like that real estate agent <laughs> poor guy <laughs> stoked to be seeing the amount of Travis and obviously he's a big part of Courtney's life and again we're seeing that real um hone in on each of the sisters individual business and their lives and obviously yeah with Travis being such a big part of Courtney's life he's he's going to feature and it's it's fantastic um and I think uh again like I've mentioned this before um Blink had been Blink 182 have been my favorite band um since I was like 10 years old yes so um I've been perfect for you it's like you know (laughs) you have your two passions are meeting I know worlds colliding and um it's really cool from a Blink fan to see a bit of an insight into Travis because anyone who knows Blink knows that like it's always been Mark and and Tom have you know uh been the the ones that are in the spotlight and and the the, the talkers, I guess, and Travis is always the quiet one. So it's kind of cool to see a bit about Travis's life. And I guess from a Kardashian fan perspective who maybe doesn't know much about Travis, it's nice to get to know him because all that we've seen um, in their relationship so far is what we've seen on social media, mm. which is just photos of them making out and things like that, which obviously doesn't give much insight into who he is as a person. But yeah. then when he opens his mouth to speak, I think people have been really surprised that, like, he's this really kind and soft-spoken and nice guy well I I tell you what was really um really nice for me was that he was actually giving uh Courtney's daughter P a drum lesson and he was just it was so wholesome and he was just so beautiful with her and um yeah and I don't know a lot about Travis Barker so it was that was really nice to see that he is so you can see that he's so gentle and so kind and you know, very in touch with his feelings and that sort of stuff. So it was really nice to see that. And I have to say, I mean, I don't think I've made it any secret that, um, you know, Courtney wasn't my favourite sister. Um, But I have to say that she is glowing from the inside out. And, yeah, yeah, she's a completely different girl, uh, which is really nice. Yeah, she's so chilled and... um, uh, you, it even so that leads me into I guess the next thing that I've, I've 
uh, sort of noticed a lot with with the new series is the way that the, t- the talking heads and the interviews are filmed in more of a relaxed way. So it used to be really like, um, you know, they, they go into the studio and it would even show them like the snippets of them sitting in the sort of the director chair kind of thing and they've got the person, they're touching up their makeup and, or whatever and then they're sitting there talking to the camera and they're doing that spot sort of giving a bit of background on what we're seeing, I guess, or what's happening at the time mm. with of, of filming but um with these new talking heads it's much more relaxed it's done in like a lounge setting and I feel like that's I mean a- again we always say this nothing with the Kardashians is not planned everything's strategic yeah and the way that they've set it in this lounge setting and they're sitting back in the lounge and they're more relaxed it's the body language it's all of this thing that's like we're opening up on another level to you. This is what's different with this with this series where we're more casual and relaxed now. This is our series. That was E's series before. That was curated with E. This is us. This is this is what we're doing. You know, we're, we're more relaxed and we're more in control. And that was something, again, the first time that we saw it, I think, was with Courtney mm. in episode one. There was something said. And she, like, it cut to her sitting on the lounge going, hang on a second, like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Um, and it was this real casual thing that we hadn't seen before because usually, again, the talking head and the interviews were so sort of stringent and, like, and then this happened and then I did this and that's why this was happening here kind of thing, whereas it was like, wait, wait, wait a second. It was real playful. Yeah. Um, and, and it happened with Kendall as well where, um, they were meeting up for that inf- now infamous yes. with the Roblox where um, they said that Kendall's feeling under the weather and, again, it cut to Kendall sitting on the lounge saying, I wasn't under the weather, turned out I had COVID. Yeah. And it, it's this more sort of cheeky kind of personalised, um, you know, almost conversation thing yep. rather than them sitting there being like, nah, 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 nah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know what else I've noticed? To use a theatre term they break the fourth wall. Yes. So they actually acknowledge that there's cameras in the room uh, and and you see the, the cameramen and the, and the sound guys from time to time in the series. And I kind of like that because it's like let's not pretend that this is like a soap um, where we never see the cameras and, you know, and, and it just, you know, they, they're like, you know, um, you can hear the producers in it at times and you can hear you can see the the cameraman and they acknowledge the the um, production crew and i find that to be a lot more believable than e yeah i mean in the e series um we did still see and hear bits of the production crew included but it was more um again similar to like the the talking head in the interview settings you know um it would be maybe the camera would pan around before they start their their interview spot and you can see the crew are there, whereas in these settings the crew are involved in the Kardashian settings rather than the Kardashians involved in the crew settings, if that makes sense. Definitely, um, yes. It's adding a different dynamic, I feel. Um, um, it's, it's very much... Uh, I mean, I touched on it before, the the now infamous, um, the dinner that they had where um, the the Roblox game with the Kardashian tape leak, which I I feel like that's all I need to say because people have seen this all over the news and it's been all in the media and everything. Yeah. And can I just say how 
incredibly fortuitous that the first day of filming yeah. that happened. Oh my god! The I know. Odds. I no, know. Of course, it was curated. Of course, it was set up. Of course, it was put together. I mean, as is all of the Kardashian life, you can't sit there and say that that's what's happening minute by minute to the time. You know, there's also been just uh, last week or in the last few days, um, fans have were, were quick to note in the latest episode that um, Chris has her daughter's name saved on her phone. I don't know if you've seen this. Yes. But, um, Kimbo 2022. And she had that name saved in a scene where they were discussing where, where Travis was going to propose, which happened in 2021. Yeah. So fans are like, okay, so they recreated that scene this year because she's got the, the date on there. Like, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's um again, how can people be surprised that they're recreating moments or that they're, they're yeah. curating things to happen at a certain time for the content? It's the Kardashians. It's what they do. Nothing they do is by accident. Everything is so incredibly put together. Mm. Um, it's so incredibly designed, incredibly thought out, incredibly meticulously planned and marketed to the T. Yeah. Um, I mean, these people are business like they, they are masterminds of their brand. Yeah. Um, and I'm not here tearing it apart and saying that there's anything necessarily wrong with it. What I'm saying though is that if you're going to watch the show and expect something different, that's not what it is. And yeah. that's it's never been like that, you know. Um the very fact that we we started off season one of keeping up with the Kardashians with the sex tape leak. Mm. And now we're starting off season one of the Kardashians with a potential sex, sex tape leak. leak. You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there are no, that is not an accident. Like it is, it is all done for a reason. And again, it's, it, it, it's all like, ugh, it doesn't make me any less entertained. Yes. I'm still watching it. I'm still loving it. I'm still absolutely lapping it up. Yep anymore um but yeah i think that anybody who's out there being oh but it's all fake and uh, 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 of course it is but yeah. you know what it's great relax yes we're back with keeping up with lisa and louise and we are dissecting for the first time uh since the new season dropped the new season of the kardashians and we were talking before the break about how things are curated but that doesn't make us love them any less but I tell you one thing that wasn't curated. When that whole Roblox thing happened and it came up on Saint's iPad conveniently that, um, you know, there could be another sex tape leak and all of that sort of stuff, I tell you one person, she and she said, Chloe, I need to show you something on this iPad. And, Chloe, Chloe. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And um, I tell you what, I tell you what wasn't curated was <laughs> – Tristan Thompson's face because the man went, oh, <laughs> shit, I've been busted again. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. And it's turned into such a meme. Like yeah. people were so quick to screenshot it and um, I love it because I thought I was the only one who sort of like spat their drink out watching it. Like, yeah. oh, my God, it was perfect. I mean, can't stand Tristan Thompson. Obviously, he's scum. But, scum. um he, yeah, that was just so funny the way that Kim, like, source, like, nobody else knew what she was seeing. Yep. She saw it. She called out for Chloe, as you said, and just, you see Tristan just like his face just drop. And it was like his life flashed before his eyes, like, <laughs> whoop, 
this is it. Um, well, yeah, I, we been early in the season for a scandal, but I guess we're here. Um, yep. But yeah, oh my god, it oh, it was so so funny. And I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, if you're listening and you're not sure, just Google like Tristan Thompson face Kardashians or Roblox or something yep. like that, and it'll come up 100. percent And yep. um, it is so so funny. And yeah, um, I'm like I, I hate that. As soon as Tristan came on the screen, to be honest, I was like, boo. Yes. Obviously, we're not up to that part. Yeah, that's to come. Um, yeah, that um, we yeah. all know what happened. We all do yeah. know what happened, and we won't we won't spoil it for those who don't, because obviously it's it's going to come up on the season, and we will be pulling it apart to yep. the nth degree, so we won't go into it, but. Um, the other thing that was really cool was the last episode, so the third episode, was all about Kim doing SNL. And wow, those people work hard, don't they? Yeah, there was like, there was, she said that there was one day she, she started at like 3 a.m. and finished at 5 a.m. the following day. Yeah. That's yeah. Ridiculous. Holy wow. Like, I can't, I mean, I'm a huge SNL fan of many years. Like, I, I mean, to be honest, I have I don't watch a lot of it these days. Every now and then, yes, but um, I I used to love like the original cast of I mean the classic, not the original, but the classic cast of um, uh, you know t- uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and uh, yeah, Mal and all of those. And I've always known that it's it's a long day and they work really hard. But I have a new level of respect, I think, for SNL crew um to know that they work that many days and for all of the hosts as well. I mean, they've had a lot of hosts and a lot of very big names in the time and to put in those hours is huge. And yeah, like, as you said, you know, we've, I mean, across all of the episodes, it's been a lot of, um, a lot of prep and a lot that's gone into him, um, writing the monologue and writing the jokes. And I mean, we saw, she met with, um, Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer. That's it. Um, we met with, she met with Amy Schumer who helped her out and, um, yeah, a lot that went into it and, um, it kind of, yeah, it opened my eyes just onto SNL to, uh, huge respect for them, what they put into a one episode. It's amazing. Mm. And, um, what I also loved was, um, obviously Kim's makeup artist of a long time. Oh, Mario. Oh. Mario. And he, like, he actually burst into tears. And you oh. know what? I choked up. I, I I admit, I don't know whether it was I was hormonal or what, but I did. And because it was so sweet. And he was actually telling the story when his, he obviously was a very big up-and-coming makeup artist and he had an agency and the agency told him, to never work with Kim Kardashian because she was a reality TV star and it would lead to nowhere. And he was just overcome with emotion at how far she had come and, you know, he had tears of happiness for his friend and I just thought that was beautiful. I thought that was just, you know, Mario can come across as a bit of a hard ass, and, you know, I told you I wanted you in glam like, a, a, you know, an hour before and now you're late and now you're going to pressure me and, you know, and he's always very duh, duh, duh. but that was a really nice side to see of him too that he was, you know, so overcome with emotion for um, the success of his friend. Absolutely. You know, again, yeah, it's somebody who he's, he's been by his side for so long and um, has worked with her for so long and yeah, just really nice, a nice human moment, I think, to see that. And um, I think it's almost, um, again, I feel like it's something that they included because it, 
in hopes that the audience can maybe relate to that feeling of, you know, we've watched Kim for so long and we've seen her through so much and now we're seeing her host SNL. Like we can almost share that emotion of, I guess, almost yeah, almost be proud, I guess, yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, um, it was actually quite funny because as we know, I do like to go to bed every night and I watch a Kardashians episode. It's my thing. Let it go. And I watched an episode the other week, um, Mm. about, and it was when Kim and Kanye first started dating and he came over to her house and he cleared out her wardrobe. Do you remember that? Yes. Right. And I looked at that episode and at the time I thought, oh, wow, like this guy, this knight in shining armor has come over and he's like completely revitalised her closet and blah, blah, blah. Red flags. Red flags. And it's still happening because he said in the um, in the, the recent one, so the last episode that Kim mentioned that Kanye wanted to give up everything and just – style her even though they're separated they're on their way to divorce court that's what he wanted to do now the other controversial thing was that this supposed sex tape that um so the the whole thing is is that um the premise of the of the second sex tape wasn't that there was there was two different occasions it was that we hadn't seen everything that was contained that was recorded previously unreleased footage yes Mm. so um Kim obviously freaked out. She's 20 years down the track and, you know, she has children now and her life is very different. She's advocating for um, law reform, you know, a whole load of things. So she didn't want it to come out. Now, Kanye apparently goes from, I suppose he was in Wyoming, flew to uh, Los Angeles Mm -hmm. And supposedly got the whole tape and computer from Ray J Mm -hmm. and then flew coach to New York because it was important that he was in New York to, um, you know, to try and further control Kim's SNL appearance. What do you reckon? Ooh, yeah. I've got got a lot of thoughts and feelings on it. Um, Mm. So... As you said, all you have to do is look back on some older episodes of the Kardashians and um, one as well and another one that uh, really stands out to me is the Japan episode of the Kardashians where so Kim is under all this pressure to get all of these looks for the Yeezy campaign Um, and obviously, yes, she, she wants to do well by, you know, from a business perspective, she also wants to do well for her husband. That's all fine. But it's this next level of pressure that she's feeling like Kanye is going to be so upset and mad if I don't get it right kind of thing, like she doesn't want to disappoint him. And, again, it's this controlling thing. There was and a fear there. There was a real fear that came across absolutely. on the screen. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's uh, that there's so many of them throughout the whole series where, yeah, Kanye, again, like he, he had to tell her what to wear, what not to wear, you can't wear this, this is in, this is out, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Um, and I, with, in regards to the, the sex tape thing, okay, let's unpack that first. So, um, it's quite interesting. Yeah. Ray J has come out and said, he's basically denying that any of this ever happened. Yes. Saying that like, none of this happened. Like it's, and it's very much again, okay. So 
is this all completely staged for the show? Has Kanye um, exaggerated or made up certain bits to impress Kim? Like, where is the truth in all of this? Because obviously there's some truth in here somewhere and there's some bits that are, are being fudged a little bit. Is Ray J making it up um, that it, it's made up? Like, is he lying about the lie? Um, because, I don't know, he, he wants that bit of attention or whatever. I don't know. It's all, it's very murky. But I think um, the way, I think that for Kanye to want to be in New York to support Kim, um that's fine because they it's it's nice to have that support there obviously he's the father of their children and he's always going to be her family and that's great yep um I think to do it in a controlling way and in a way like look him look what I got for you I've saved the day um you know that's a different thing yes um to want to control her whole what she's wearing on the show and everything else and her entire look, um, that's a whole nother thing on top of that. So, um, again, we don't know exactly what's true and what's not within all of that. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a, Again, it's a lot to unpack. Um, I think that it's time if, if Kanye and Kim aren't together, um, he needs to just step away, I guess. Um, he can't have it both ways. He can't be controlling her and wanting to come to her rescue, but then also um, only a few weeks ago completely attacking her and her new partner on social media and um, mm. being harassing. Um, you can't have it both ways, man. No, it, definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. It's uh, it's a very interesting dichotomy. I'll be interested to see how, how it actually, how much they show of where it actually went to um, mm. after that point. Yeah. um, Because obviously SNL was where she met Pete Davidson. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. And we're only three episodes in. So we've got a long way to go. And yeah, I'm really excited to see where it goes with Pete within the show. How much is he going to feature? How much are we going to get to know Pete within the show Um, and within the Kardashian? world, I guess. Absolutely. Now, um, just to briefly touch on it, the Sebi and I did pull this apart ad nauseum um, last oh. week, uh, yesterday, sorry, but um, <laughs> Tuesday last week, it feels like forever. No. Um, so Tuesday was a very exciting day for us. Um, oh. I spent the day in my Skims um, loungewear and, uh, refreshing my feed like I was a crazy person because it was Fashion Christmas. It was the Met Gala. Now, unfortunately, in um, in the gossip section, I had to be fair and I had to talk about everyone else. But what did we think of the Kardashians this year? Okay. So I'm just going to quickly break down like each individual one and then we can can we can say we've done it and it's done. Okay, so um, Kendall, love the dress, not a big fan of the see-through mesh where we literally just could see her boobs and nipples, everything. Um, I, I, nothing against seeing any of mm. that. That's fine. I just feel for the Met, it's not. Nice. It's, yeah, mm. Um you know, at least cover the nips for the Met, that's all. Um, didn't like the no eyebrow look. It scared me. Yes. The hair, beautiful. The dress, beautiful. Um, cover the nipples, draw on some eyebrows. Courtney, 
didn't like it at all. Really, really disappointed in her and Travis. Um, I, I mean, they matched together and it looked nice, but I did not like the outfits. It wasn't for me. Huge disappointment. It was their first Met Gala. They could have really made a statement, and I feel like they made the wrong ones. Chloe, stunning but safe. Definitely. Um, That's what I thought. Yep. Yep. Love the dress, the gold sparkles, beautiful. Love the bit of black sort of uh, fabric drapery, the gloves, all of it, again, beautiful, gorgeous, stunning, but nothing spectacular. Um, Kylie, heavens, girl, sis, what is with the cap? Oh, Um, dear. Loved the dress. I thought it was gorgeous. I didn't mind the mesh moment on the top with the, the sleeves. Um, not a fan of the veil and the backwards uh, baseball cap. It didn't make sense. It didn't need to be there. I did not like it. Um, yeah. yeah. I no- saw an article that came out that said it's the biggest glow down in history. Yeah. It was just bizarre for her. Mm. It was a really strange move because she usually doesn't miss at the Met. Um, but anyway, um, okay. Who else have we got? Chris, um, loved the yellow moment. Um, she, she looked a bit like some margarine. Um, the wig wasn't doing it for me. Um, I don't like Chris in a wig. I liked the blonde wig she did last year. Yeah. I like that. Um, But yeah, uh, uh, Corey looked nice in his velvet suit. Love that. Um, the stars, obviously though. Oh my God. I'm dead. I'm dead. Kim and Pete absolutely smashed out of the park. So Kim just looked beyond phenomenal in that Marilyn Monroe gown. That dress was stunning. Um, The way her hair, her makeup, the jewellery, everything was on point. Like there was not one thing that I looked at that and was like, oh, no, she looked stunning. Pete looked amazing and he just looked just happy to be there, I guess. Um, He looked fantastic. Like he was just and he, in his fairly simple suit, but it was all about Kim and he complimented her perfectly yes. in that simple suit. It was just beyond. It was fantastic. It was spectacular. I loved it. Um, yeah, the other sisters, again, hit and miss. Kim absolutely slayed. She outshined it. She she left no crumbs. She left no crumbs. And I tell you what, like she undisputed queen this year, Um, you know, and not, and we are very biased, I will admit, but there is no doubt this, let me explain for those of you who have been living under a rock, Kim Kardashian actually wore the dress that Marilyn Monroe wore to sing Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Now, the dress is usually kept in a temperature-controlled vault uh, at Ripley's, believe it or not, and cannot be altered. So the issue being that when Kim actually tried it on, um, she didn't fit it. So there is this um, sort of, I guess, an image that we have in our head that Marilyn was like a size 14, for example, but it would appear not, and she Kim couldn't get into this dress, couldn't get it over hips, and it could not be altered um, because of the dress that it is. So Kim lost an incredible seven kilos over three weeks using sauna suits and vegetables, and I have never seen such commitment to an outfit ever and bow down, I say. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, obviously we don't condone um, no, no, definitely unhealthy not. 
things, unhealthy habits or damaging things like that. But, um, I mean, good the commitment, you cannot fault it, can you? No. Absolutely <laughs> just, yeah, stunning. And, I mean, she uh, did say that she didn't starve herself. Like she she no. did she did in, ingest nutrients. It was just all the right ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. But, um, yeah, again, it's commitment um, and it's um, just she, – she, just absolutely just breathtaking, just stunning. Um, and again, like the Pete with her, uh, it's so nice to see them on the red carpet together and um, they make such a nice, they just look comfortable together. I know there was all the speculation at first around whether or not it was a staged relationship, but I think they look very natural in yeah. the photo footage that you see. Um, I, don't, I agree. Yeah. They just look good. Yeah. Well, look, um, we're back up to date. We do apologise to everybody that it has been a whole three episodes and we have been remiss, but we're going to be back onto our fortnightly um, trope. So we will be catching up um, the two episodes that uh, before the next time we speak and we hope we've brought you up to date. And if you haven't watched the new series of The Kardashians, you can see it on Disney and Why Are We Friends? That's all I have to say. What are you doing here? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What are you doing with your life? That was Keeping Up with Lisa and Louise on The Juice on Newcastle Live Radio.